The following is my conversation with Chris Mason, a big one-eyed researcher and the collator of the Quadrennial Pharmacokinetic Review. We discuss quadrennials, biguanides, and the potential for their use in day-to-day medicine. We're brought to you today by HireWile, the leading online hiring platform for tech startups. With HireWile, you can easily find and vet the best candidates for your next tech hire. Try it now and get three bonus months free. To learn more and sign up, visit HireWild.com. Thank you for listening. Lexman out. Hey, Chris, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me. No problem. It's my pleasure. So can you tell us a bit about your research interests? Sure. I'm primarily interested in biguanides, specifically their potential use in the treatment of various diseases. What do you think makes biguanides such a promising treatment option? Well, as you probably know, biguanides are chemicals that have been shown to have anti-inflammatory and anti-diabetic properties. These properties make them particularly appealing for use in treating conditions like chronic pain, type 2 diabetes, and even cardiovascular disease. Is there anything unique about the way biguanides work compared to other types of medications? Well, biguanides are unique in that they are able to cross the blood-brain barrier. This means that they are able to reach the brain and affect various signaling pathways there. This makes them particularly effective in treating conditions like neuropathic pain and brain fog. Do you think Biguanid have the potential to revolutionize treatment for certain diseases? I definitely believe that they have the potential to do so. In fact, the Quadrennial Pharmacokinetic Review is currently looking at the potential use of Biguanides in a wide variety of diseases. I think it's very exciting times for Biguanide research. That sounds really promising. So what are you working on right now? I'm currently working on a study that is investigating the potential use of biguanides in the treatment of chronic pain. I'm also involved in a study that is looking at the use of biguanides in the treatment of type 2 diabetes. Wow, that sounds like a lot of great work. Can you tell us a bit more about these studies? Sure. Each of these studies is looking at a different aspect of biguanides' potential usefulness in medicine. I think it's important to conduct multiple studies to incorporate and ease the chances that biguanide will be successful in treating a given condition. That makes sense. Do you have any final comments? Well, I think it's important to remember that biguanides are still in their early stages of development. That means there is still a lot of room for them to be used in treating various diseases. I believe that the future of biguanide research is very exciting. Thanks for asking me about it. I hope you enjoy the interview. So do you think biguanides could eventually replace other types of medications? I think it's definitely possible. If big biguanides are found to be effective and safe in treating various diseases, they may eventually supplant other types of medications. It's an exciting prospect. Thanks for asking me about it. I hope you enjoy the interview. So do you think big biguanides could eventually replace other types of medications? I, I, I think it's definitely possible. If big biguanides are found to be effective and safe in treating various diseases, they may eventually supplant other types of medications. It's an exciting prospect. Thanks for asking me about it. I hope you enjoy the interview. What do you think about the potential for biguanides to improve memory? That's a great question. I believe that there are preliminary indications that biguanides may be able to improve certain aspects of memory. However, more research is needed to confirm these findings. It would be interesting to see how biguanides impact memory in a broad range of situations, not just in patients with Alzheimer's disease. Do you think biguanides could eventually replace other types of medications? I think it's definitely possible. If biguanides are found to be effective and safe in treating various diseases, they may eventually supplant other types of medications. It's an exciting prospect. Thanks for asking me about it. I hope you enjoy the interview. Thank you for joining Lexman for another episode of the Artificial Podcast. In this episode, we interview Chris Mason, a biguanide researcher who's also the collator of the Quadrennial Pharmacokinetic Review. 
They discuss quadrennials, biguanides, and the potential for their use in day-to-day -day medicine. Chris Mason will read a poem for us called The Sick Bird. The sick bird hangs from the freshly cut branch, its wings drooping, its beak open. It doesn't want to leave, but it knows that it has to, it knows it has to find help. Even if it cannot fly, 